Welcome, everybody, to the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and welcome to episode number 24, entitled The Power of Identity in Healing. We're going to be speaking about identity today. It's a powerful topic, and it's one that is going to accelerate your receiving of your miracle in your life. Before we jump into the teaching, I want to let you know of an exciting free gift that we'd like to offer to you. It is a free chapter from my most recent book called Unleashing Heaven's Breath. Unleashing Heaven's Breath is all about helping people to release the supernatural power that's in God's Word. And this particular chapter that we're giving away highlights the story of exactly what happened in my own healing of cancer. I really believe it's going to bless you. It's going to help you receive your healing, and it's got some encouragements in there that I believe are going to be a game changer for you. To get this free gift, all you have to do is text HEALING to 94000, and you'll be able to download the PDF file for this chapter. Again, just text HEALING to 94000. Well, let's get into the teaching of the power of identity in healing. One of the most exciting and thrilling topics that we could ever dig into is what the Bible says about who we are when we become made new in Jesus Christ. Let me first establish this. So when we become Christians, we are not just thinking new thoughts. We're not just simply adopting a new set or list of teachings and moral behaviors. It's not just something that's happening in the mind. When we receive Jesus Christ as the Son of God, there is promised to us a glorious and amazing change that's taking place. It is the death of who we were made in the natural and a literal birth of someone new made in the image of Jesus Christ. John chapter 1 reveals this to us and gives an amazing promise. And if you're following along with me, look at John chapter 1, beginning with verse 12. It says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Verse 13, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Well, these two verses are communicating that there is a becoming. It it says he gave them the right or the authority to become an authorization to become children of God to those who believe in his name. You see, those who receive him, speaking about Jesus Christ, he gives them the ability, the gift of becoming children of God. Now, the clear implication here is that we are not children of God before receiving Jesus. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, it describes that we receive the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. So coming to Jesus and receiving Jesus means that we're literally changing our position. 
Ephesians chapter 2 teaches that we were children of wrath, that we were made in sin, that we were dead in sins and trespasses. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 that we were dead in sins and trespasses, but Jesus made us alive. So there is a change that takes place and we become children, we become adopted into God's family. And it says that there's a birth that takes place. So let's go back to John chapter 1. In verse 13, it says, Who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So it says that those people who receive Jesus are born not of just flesh body, but spiritual birth takes place that is of God. Now, one of the most clear and popular verses that's describing the new birth or this idea of being born again, not just of the natural, but of the supernatural, is in the Gospel of John, chapter 3. And Jesus says to a Jewish teacher, uh, a ruler of the Jews named Nicodemus. And he says to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Jesus goes on to describe that in verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the reality is that there is a distinct and separate birth that takes place in the life of someone who receives and truly receives Jesus as the Son of God. It says in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, it's his second letter in chapter 5, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, the Bible teaches in so many places about this wonderful gift that we become new. So when speaking about identity, we're not speaking about the identity of someone who is born in the natural birth, who they are in the flesh, as they say. In other words, we're not speaking about who you are from your natural mom and dad, what your education looks like, where you grew up, how much money you had, what your experiences were like. Even your natural ethnicity is not included in the reality of understanding your identity in Jesus Christ. So we're speaking about something that is brand new, something that is glorious, something that is actually made in the image of God. When we're thinking about healing and receiving healing and how to get healed and praying for healing and having faith for healing, it is vital to be thinking about your identity in Christ. In other words, your supernatural identity. So here's a statement that I'd like you to remember and even write down if you can, because it's important. How you see yourself is going to determine what you're able to receive from God. Let me say that one more time. 
how you see yourself is going to determine what you're going to be able to receive from God. If you think that you are a lowly sinner, that you are guilty before God, that God is angry with you, that he is upset with you, that you are unworthy of any blessings, you are going to be very timid and be filled with doubt about God's desire or his longing to heal you. However, if you see yourself as forgiven, made new, seated with him in heavenly places, like the scripture says, cleansed, washed, forgiven, and made a literal child of God, you are positioning yourself for a confidence and a whole new level of expectation to receive from the Lord. A friend of mine who is a minister of the gospel shared a message one time called Grasshoppers Can't Eat Grapes. And it was a wonderful, provoking title that spoke about the nation of Israel and how they spied out the promised land, the land that God promised to give to them. But when they went to spy this land out, they saw the giants of Anak there. And they saw very strong cities and very strong people. And they came back with a terrible report saying that they could not inherit the land because they were like grasshoppers in the sight of their enemies and in the sight of their own eyes. Well, it was a great title that this minister shared because it was basically saying that if you think that you're a grasshopper and if you see yourself as a grasshopper, you see yourself as a tiny, insignificant, and weak thing compared to the big giants of Anak there. And that means that grasshoppers are not ready and cannot eat the enormous fruit and grapes that God demonstrated was in the land of milk and honey. In other words, God prepared everything to be great in that land. He made them uh, to be blessed, and he was calling for them to receive the blessing in the land. But you can't receive the blessings of the Lord if you're not receiving who he says you are and what he says you are called to do. So it becomes very vital that if you're going to receive healing, that you actually see yourself as the recipient of that healing. So most people, before they come to Christ, and even after they come to Christ, may think of themselves as weak, sick, people that always have a dark cloud hanging over their life. But we need to shift this. We need to repent from this. And we actually need to remember who God has made us to be. So we are not lowly sinners that are trying to force God through fasting and prayer to maybe drip out a little blessing from heaven for us. No. No, we were sinners who were saved by the amazing, radical, love-filled grace that's in Jesus Christ. He has changed our positions. We are now children of God, and we are meant to be conformed into his image. We are meant to be the ambassadors of heaven. We are meant to be the workmanship of Jesus Christ made for good works. We are meant 
to be healed. And we've got to see that, that saved people, the children of God, should not be walking around with our heads hung low, with burdens upon our back, with bondages in our life. Now, I know that it's common that that happens, but that doesn't mean that it's God's will. And this is why this message is so important. This is why the Be Healed podcast exists, that we may be able to share the perfect will of God is that his children are not only changed, but delivered, freed. To be saved means that we are to be free. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. It says, he has delivered us, speaking about Jesus, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. I want to tell you that God has delivered us from the power of darkness. Jesus said in John chapter 8 that if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. It doesn't make any theological or practical sense that God would cause Jesus Christ, his beloved son, to be crushed, whipped, beaten, tortured, and receive all the pain he did on the cross for our lives to remain the same. He did this not only for our eternal life, he's also doing it for our life here and now. This makes perfect sense. This is why Jesus Christ didn't go around in his ministry telling people about how things would only be better after they left earth. No, he did the opposite. He brought the kingdom of God to the earth. He healed people on the earth. He touched them. He blessed them. He anointed them. Whenever God saw people bound his heart of love delivered and freed them. He did as much as he could do with people's faith. He did as much as he could do in his earthly ministry, whether it was feeding the poor, it was healing the sick, it was raising the dead. His message that he demonstrated was that now he is there. The kingdom of God is there. And that meant that there was to be a change. Let me read for you Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. It says, And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him, from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Why did they follow Jesus? Why did great multitudes come out to him? Because Jesus Christ was demonstrating that the gospel of the kingdom was the demonstration of the removal of the curse of sin and death upon mankind. 
that included in the gospel message was the desire for God to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. You see, when people begin to receive, when you begin to receive the gospel message for your life, it says, number one, I am a new creation. I am made brand new according to Jesus Christ. Number two, I am made to be his child. I am not made to be a rejected sinner, but a child of God. Number three, the message I need to receive of the gospel is that I am called to be freed. I am called to be delivered from the power of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love. To know who you are in Christ, to know that you've been made in His image, that you've been made to be His son or daughter, and that it's provided to you in the kingdom will begin to position you to say, I am no longer going to tolerate things that God doesn't want me to have. There is a mindset of princes and princesses. Their mindset is set by their dad, the king. Their mindset is not set by people outside the castle. And we need to have our mindset determined by the king. You should have an attitude that if your body is sick, you should look at it and say, that should not be so. I'm a child of God. The kingdom message of the gospel is that I've been delivered from such things. I am whole. I am healthy. I am washed. I am sanctified. I am renewed. I am forgiven. I am born again. I am a child of God. I am a saint of God. I am alive in God. I am an heir of God. I have been set free by Jesus Christ. I am reconciled to him. I am no longer under the power of sin. I am blessed. I am God's temple. I am God's ambassador. I am more than conqueror through Christ who loves me. I am made alive in God. I reign in life through Jesus Christ. I am the image and the glory of God. I am the salt of the earth. I am the light of the world. I am a witness of his love. I am one that is protected by the power of his name. I am not under the law, but under grace. I am kept from the evil one. I am conformed into the image of God. I am a masterpiece wonderfully made. I am the workmanship of Jesus Christ. I am not weak. I am strong. I am a temple of God. I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. I have been washed. I have been cleansed. I am forgiven. I am the light in the Lord. I am led by the Spirit of God. I can go on and on because all those phrases I just mentioned are directly from the Word of God. And we must be saturated with who we are. You should not be afraid of the devil because the devil is afraid of you. You are not a grasshopper. You are beloved of God. You are strong with God. You are the sons and daughters of God. You weren't made to be sick. You weren't made to suffer. The Father loves you. He has no interest in your suffering in sickness and disease. 
He wants you to be an ambassador of his love and power. He wants your healing to change everyone around you. He wants everyone to see the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So no longer identify with sickness. Don't identify with that addiction. Don't identify with patterns of your old life. Identify with who God says you are. And the Bible says in Psalm 139, in verse 17, it says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. You see, this psalmist is saying that God is thinking about him all the time. We need to remember that. God sees your pain. He sees your sickness. But he needs you to receive that you are destined for healing, that you are to be healed, that he desires for you to be healed, that you should not be sick, but you should be strong. You're a child of God. You're a prince or princess of the king. You have been delivered. You have the blessings of God. To you, the covenants of God have been given. So receive them. Embrace the reality that says, yes, Lord, I should be healed. Lord, my body should be well. Lord, my mind should be well. After all, I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I am not low. I am not cursed. I am blessed. That's why the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Confess it. Profess it. Declare it in prayer, and you will begin to become disconnected from a mind that's been in agreement with sickness and disease. Your identity in Jesus is glorious. It's wonderful. Go ahead, make declaration right now with your mouth. It's powerful. It will change you. But before we do it, I want to share something important with you. Instead of identifying with your natural name, the name given to you by your mom and dad, I want you to replace that with the simple saying, child of God. This is powerful because instead of me coming before the throne of grace and praying as Steve, I am coming before the throne of grace as child of God. This is what the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 17. It says, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Oh, it's so glorious because it means that I'm coming as an heir. I'm coming as someone to whom God has promised to bless, someone to whom God has covenanted. You are not just who you think you are in the natural, in the supernatural realm. You are the ones to whom God has promised, covenanted, and blessed. You are the ones that are destined to receive the healing. So come on, let's confess it. Let's go to him right now as children of God. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we receive the reality that we have been begotten, born of the Spirit, made new in Jesus. We believe that we have been made your sons and daughters. And we come before you, Father, as sons and daughters. And we believe and we receive the message of the gospel of the kingdom that you heal, that you heal all sickness and disease, that you take it away, that you have delivered us 
from the power of darkness, and you have transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of your love. And Father, we receive this message. We receive this position. Lord, we renounce all agreement with low living, and we renounce agreement with thoughts that are limiting about ourselves and thoughts that put us down and thoughts that would say that we're weak and not able and not ready to receive. Lord, we declare that by your work on the cross, we declare in the name of Jesus that we are to be healed. We are to be restored. We are the ones that you have promised to change. You've made us new. We're no longer weak or bound. Therefore, we tell right now, we tell all sickness and disease. And Lord, I just pray on their behalf, Lord, that I command all sickness and disease to leave the children of God. I command bondage to leave the blood-bought children of God. I command that sickness to depart. I command it. It has no place in your family. It has no place in your sons and daughters. I command that sickness to depart now. I command it to leave and never bother them again. I command healing. I command restoration. I command new limbs, new body organs, new hearts, new eyes, new ears, new hair, new skin, new blood, new bones. Lord, whatever creative work you need to do, Lord, I decree pancreases to operate. I decree for livers to operate normally. I declare for everything to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ for thy glory. Lord, this is our heritage. This is our heritage. This is our inheritance in Jesus. We receive our inheritance as a child receives inheritance of their father. And we command it to go. I command it to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. And we receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ now. Father, I thank you for whom you've touched. I thank you, Lord, for healing. Lord, I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that your word is working mightily right now. I thank you, God, that you are faithful to it, that you said when we asked in the name of Jesus Christ that it would be done, and we receive it, Father. Help to guide us, lead us, and may we live every day with a consciousness that we're your sons and daughters. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I pray you've been blessed. I want you to make sure that you get our free gift. So make sure you text HEALING to 94000 and you'll get that free gift, which will encourage and build you up. If you have not subscribed yet to the Be Healed podcast, I encourage you to do that. This way, you don't miss any episodes coming. Share it with somebody who needs it. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you 
in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless. And I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.